0: Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jack McKenney and I got my guy Jake Stewart here too. Jake, we had an awesome win against UNC. Let's talk about it. Oh,
1: yeah. It was it was such a great game. I mean, this team just seems relentless as of late. The ACC has been no problem and we talked about it on our first podcast of the year and even heading into this year how the the real challenge would be the ACC games and Wake has held their own. Jack, they won the game and they won it pretty easily as well, 98 to 76. Jake LaRavia, I mean, he's a stud. 30 points in that game. He he looked like every shot was going in.
0: Incredible, incredible. He's great from down low, definitely. A lot of talent playing in this game, Jake. You know, we have Alondes Williams on our side, projected second-round pick. UNC, of course, as you know, they're always loaded. And this year, they've got a great team. One of their stars, Armando Baycott, did not have a great game, which I think is one of the reasons why... You know, we were able to win by such big digits, Uh, only 12 points. He did have 12 rebounds, but really good contesting him around the rim. Brady Manick, another second-round projected pick for UNC, had 22 points, so he had a pretty good game. But another great job we did was limiting Caleb Love, who's the star point guard for UNC, only nine points, you know, so love to see that for sure. It was a great game, and then they built on that, too, against BC just
1: the other day a huge victory there 87 to 57 and they just blew him out of the water from the start I mean right from the get-go that game looked like it was just
0: over yeah it was great to be there you were kind of worried going into it right because we had just blown out UNC right. rolled the quad everything celebrating and you know two days later you got another important conference game that you need to win and anything in the ACC is fair game oh, yeah. um, you know you can lose to anyone all good teams but yeah we started out really strong and just blew him out by 30 points. And get this, awesome. Jack,
1: that 30-point margin victory is the largest over B.C. at all time, all time in this series. And it goes all the way back to 2017, 30-point uh, victory over NC State, 88-58. to 58. That was the largest uh, ACC win for the Demon Deacons since then. So, I mean, uh, really the defensive end is what stuck out to me in that game. Just 25% for Boston College shooting, 18 of 71. I mean, that's, that's just not going to win you any games if you're B.C., uh, and this Wake Forest defense has just shown all season long. And give credit to Steve Forbes—he turned this program around. They, these guys—I mean, uh, we, we don't—we know his coaching style from behind the scenes a little bit, Jeff. We don't know all of it, but you know yep. he gets in those players' faces. They want to work for him. They want to play hard, and they've shown it this year. Well,
0: look—I know the Wake Forest basketball supporters can sympathize with this. With Danny Manning, we could not play defense. We had no defense whatsoever, and we would give up all these points. Three, especially a three-point the defense just wasn't really there. Yeah, I mean, time. it was—it was just awful and it is so much better this year, and look, with all these conference wins, let's talk a little bit about the tournament. Why not? Right. Well, I will say one more thing I want to add to Jack. This this is also
1: something we mentioned uh, on our last podcast. One thing for the team to work on was free throws. They had a 91% free throw percentage at the line against BC, so so they did listen to us a little bit. They took that to heart. That's something that they can continue to do well on, and, and they're going to need, just like you said, in March right now, a little... We're not Joe Lenardi, but we're taking this from Joe Lenardi. A little bracketology update. Wake Forest currently slated for the eighth seed to play Seton Hall in the first round of March Madness. Obviously, we're still a long ways from March. A lot can happen from here to then. But currently, the second team in the ACC according to Joe Lenardi. So we'll have to see how that plays out.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. I think a lot of it is going to determine how respected is the ACC, right? right. Because, Looking at that, I also saw. I think Miami was also a six or seven seed, and we know Miami's a really good team. I mean, this that right. Miami team is good. Duke is very good. I think UNC can make the tournament. Florida State's pretty good. So the ACC needs to get some more respect, and then I think maybe we can see a potential five seed projection. And, and, and three of
1: those four teams you just mentioned, we play within three weeks of each other, actually two weeks of each other excuse me we play Florida State on February 5th and then back-to-back games at home against Miami and then at uh, Cameron Indoor against Duke so uh, just a big test late in the season we'll have to see if Wake can continue this momentum that they've had of late we'll talk about the preview against Pittsburgh coming soon uh Syracuse excuse me
0: well we do play Pitt also but right, right. um yeah we do play Pitt uh, at the Joel, I believe on Wednesday which we we'll are right. talking about but um yeah, no, I mean, there's no breaks in this conference. I mean, that's why it's so huge we were get, able to get the job done against UNC and uh, Boston College. Right. But hey, let's take a trip to women's basketball. Why not? Let's talk a little bit about it. They lost to number three Louisville 60 to 72. So, kind of still struggling those in conference woes. Obviously, you know, number three Louisville, that's a very good team. So.
1: It's, yep. it's their sixth straight loss, but you know what, Jack, that's one of those ones where you'll take it. It was just 12 points, and they actually led 22-21 to 21 at the end of the first quarter, but they scored just four points in the second quarter. You, you can't win a game when you score just four points in a quarter, yeah. So, but Wake did bounce back in that final quarter. Kudos to them. Twenty-three to nine, the Demon Deacons outscored the Cardinals. And how about Jewel Spear? I mean, she well, she seems gonna to be. Say,
0: I was going to say I had a hunch. <laughs> I had just a little bit of a hunch that Every she had a good game week,
1: week in and week out. We seem to be calling her name in twenty-two points uh, against Louisville, putting her over six hundred and fifty points for her career in just forty-five games played. That's just ridiculous, Jack.
0: Yeah, I mean it's just a I mean it's just an auto 15 points at least every right. game. Well, um, speaking of 15, that that's her average
1: to start a career and that's tied for fifth in program history and the highest since Tracy Connor's 17 from 94 to 97.
0: Yeah, it's just absolutely crazy. incredible and you know, she really led this team last year to that tournament and it's special to see that you know she stayed here and she's doing that again this year. We it knew is. she was the, the best player. A lot of it team.
1: is is based on those three-pointers. I mean, she she can shoot from three, everybody knows that, but what people don't know is that she just moved, well, now you do know it is, she just moved to seventh in Wake Forest history for three-pointers in a season, wow. 63, 63, and we're only halfway through the season, and she had five this week, so keep tabs on that, she continues to move up the ranks there.
0: That's incredibly impressive, and you love to see it, she's only a sophomore, right? Yep, yeah, yep, just so a sophomore. A lot more time <laughs> to crack deeper into that record book. But moving on, they also lost to Miami, sixty-six to fifty-nine. Tough loss. Um, another tough loss, which was at home this time. Junior Olivia Samayo scored a career-high fourteen points and had six rebounds. Spear also had fourteen points and three three-pointers, which was very impressive. But another conference loss. And look, I mean, like we were saying, in order for this team to pick it up, they got to win in conference. Right. That's um, now six straight losses for them. They
1: got it. They got to turn around, you know, especially. Uh, you know, we're starting to get kind of, kind of that key breaking point, Jack. I like to say, right around this time, late January, early February, it's kind of that month where you can either turn your season around for the good or turn around for the bad. So they, they got an opportunity here. Still plenty of games left in the season and still a respectable record at 12 and 9.
0: Well, Moving on, let's talk a little bit about Wake Forest baseball. We've Have got one of out. our friends, Jack Lindy, coming on later to talk about the team. They are kicking off the season in three weeks. So that's very exciting and We
1: enjoyed that interview too. You guys will get to listen to that. A cool perspective too to hear from the Wake Forest baseball manager himself, Lindy. Jack Lindy that is.
0: Yeah, just can't wait. I mean it's like we were saying, it's a new team and you know, can't wait for you guys to hear it. Really interesting. Moving on to men's golf
1: out there. On the course, they placed fifth out of 12 teams in the Southwestern Invitational, hosted by Pepperdine. Michael Brennan finished tied for second at six under par. Obviously one of the better athletes, not just at our time in Wake, but in all of Wake Forest history. Jackie was the only player in the entire field to have, have a score of 70 or better in each of the three rounds. Just continues to, to, to move up the ranks here. And Alex Fitzpatrick, the sophomore, finished at even par, good for 18th in the field.
0: Yeah, I mean, kind of the dynamic duo there. You know, they're always going to put up good numbers. Right. Um, I mean, I mean, this is just incredibly impressive with Brennan. The, 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 he's the expectation up, is
1: so high for him. You just expect him to be
0: in the top five,
1: top ten every single tournament. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. So I mean, he's he's another product to look out for when you know when he leaves and we graduate. Um, you know he's he, he might he's joining Webb Simpson and Sal and, yeah, and all those guys right. of course Arnold Palmer but right. you know I mean it's going to be cool to look out for him when we're older because he's he's special and that's clear. Mm-hmm. How about
1: the uh, how about the men's tennis team Jack they hope to continue their perfect season this week with four matches they defeated Davidson seven to zero and Gardner Webb also seven to zero so it was looking great to that point they extended their winning streak all the way up to thirty nine and zero in matches overall what a start from them. Then they did lose one set to Charlotte six to one, but you know what? That's okay. That's that's a win. We'll take it. But the, the heartbreaker was that loss to Tennessee three to four.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's Tennessee obviously is number one ranked, so it was disappointing. You know, when you but when you see thirty nine and well, let me do the addition forty five and one. Yeah. You know, that that's a good team, and yeah. you know, you kind of expect hey, maybe they can get a win against Tennessee um, three four. It was close, but definitely disappointing but hey i think we're going to see him again for sure
1: speaking of tennessee they also played the women's team and it was close too the women's wake forest women's team that is kicked off their season against that same tennessee volunteers team dropped by a final score of also 3 to 4 congratulations though to caroline campana who won her match at the number 1 single spot 6 to 1 6 to 3 and then 2 to 6 so she won 2 of her 3 sets there Uh, And then the team went ahead and swept Davidson 7-0, and they get that first win of the season.
0: Yeah, that was great. That was great. You also love to see your number one seamless player win. Um, Obviously, the men's didn't have that, but really happy for her. Moving on to track and field, freshman Emma Soderstrom earned a first-place finish in the high jump at the Hokie Invitational. She leaped 1.79 meters onto the final jump to join the Wake Forest all-time performance list, tied with Nikki Caldwell at 1.79 meters as well at number two. And senior Andrew
1: White, this one's cool, Jack. This weight throw is something that's not its not easy to do. They're, they're throwing this, not at uh, all. this weight a long ways, but he plays second in the weight throw at 20.4 meters, which is also good for second all-time in program history, and he passed all, Hall of Famer uh, Andy Bloom's mark.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Sophomore Thomas Kitchell, one of our own classmen, finished in fourth place in the men's shot put with an 18.25 meter mark. The women were led by Chanel Dawson, who placed in sixth with 14.71 meter toss. Let's
1: move on to the previews. We'll try to go quick. And I also know there's a lot of sports to get through this week. A lot but of hype around Let's start with the men's tennis team. We talked about them after the, the UT loss, but they have a chance to redeem themselves. They'll play Michigan tonight at 5 p.m. as we record this podcast. Just, mm-hmm. you know, five minutes from now, it is a Friday, but a huge match as the Deeks will hope to get their first win against a ranked opponent. Then they'll take on either SMU or Notre Dame on Saturday.
0: Yep, and the women's tennis will also be participating in a kickoff weekend uh, this weekend as they will travel to Raleigh. They're going to face Northwestern on Saturday and will either play the Wolfpack of NC State or Penn State on Sunday.
1: And the men's golf team will play their second tournament of the spring season at the Seminole Invitation in Watersound, Florida, February 20th through the 22nd.
0: Man, they're always just traveling to wonderful places. Okay. Why Why can't I be on that team, It's too, I hope, I hope. California, Florida, geez. We're getting
1: snow out here again this weekend. I'd, oh I'd love to go back to that oh one man. More. Oh, <laughs> man.
0: Oh, <laughs> man. Women's golf will kick off their season, like we said last week, in Orlando, Florida, from February 6th to the 8th. Once again, we're really excited to see Rachel Keene kick off the season. And, hey, they're also traveling to Orlando. That's, that's not bad it's as well. It's a pretty cool place, too. <laughs> As
1: well. And last but not least, the Demon Deacon's track and field team is competing at the Razorback Invite and Bob Pollock Invite in Clemson, South Carolina today and tomorrow. Good luck to these guys, all these athletes participating this week. You're going to love it.